0: This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. I had an eye-opening weekend as I worked late Friday evening, but when I got home, I had to take a close friend, one like a sister, to the emergency room. Immediately when I got there, I realized that God was providing me revelation of the struggle, I witnessed poor people, those who live the reality of existing in the throes of a constant battle every day. Now allow me to agree that we are all in an ongoing war, flesh against spirit, people who would tug at us, jobs that may very well break us down, bills that must be paid, circumstances beyond our limited control, weighing us down, Many trying to live right, but for an oversized cross and hard decisions. You see, in order to understand how very blessed and favored you really are, God has a way of putting us in predicaments and in the up close presence of those who make you realize right away that in spite of your difficulties and inexplicable circumstances, we are so very blessed. When I entered the emergency room, there were wall-to-wall people, most whose hardened faces revealed that they were in distress. God showed me what it meant to be the least among us. There I saw people speaking to themselves, those making strange noises, some rolling aimlessly around in wheelchairs. Others were staring desperately as though they had something to say, but unable to say it. I saw people with limps, speech impediments, little old women and men, those who had been abused by the cares and trials of life, and others who simply endured difficulties, who wore their daily struggles on their faces. Each time I observed another person, their countenance and condition seemed more severe than the previous Right away, I knew that God had brought me to this place to remind me of how very blessed I am, to keep me grounded in how blessed I had been for as long as I can remember. You see, just earlier this day, I had been given the news that we would need to invest in a new refrigerator, too large a purchase when unexpected. So for a few minutes, I felt discouraged, almost wanted to cry out in frustration, why is it always one thing after another? The hassle of having to purchase a new refrigerator on top of other unplanned expenses had me shaking my head, at least until I witnessed the despair within the emergency room. I had to repent when I saw the dire conditions of many Probably most of the emergency room patients, many suffered from mental illnesses while others coughed uncontrollably. One man screamed out in pain repeatedly. I was certain that so many of the patients in that emergency room would praise God just to have a broken refrigerator or for just a stable place to call home. Nothing fancy, just a place they have a roof over their heads. There I was with not a pain on my body, not a bruise or scratch for the doctors to examine. I cursed any lump or anything that the enemy might try to plant on me. And because I trust God with all of me, I praised him. I witnessed the police officer putting a young man out of the emergency room as he tried to sleep. I can't even begin to imagine a life so tough that I'd consider entering an overcrowded emergency room for a safe place to get a little rest. I am sharing this experience because I need you to search yourself and your living conditions and compare yourself and your matters to so many who are less fortunate than we. Put yourself in their places just to realize how very blessed we are. God has provided us with all that we need. And then some, I know, I know we all feel we could use more money in our accounts or even our pockets. But God has provided and Jehovah Jireh continues to provide. He has given us food, clothing, shelter, and a mind that works well enough that when we do talk to ourselves, we are well aware and probably need to encourage ourselves. I want to impress upon you today that we serve a God that turned our tests into testimonies, our mess into messages, and our trials into triumphs. God always uses what we go through to enlighten us and remind us that he is still our keeper, our protector, and our provider who has everything, everything under control. I find myself thinking about what it would look like for me had I not been as blessed and favored as God has gifted me. When I see children struggling with their identity, or simply proper behaviors. It moves me to a reminiscent place in my heart and mind. And I can see the little girl that I once was. All I can say is, thank you, Lord. You see, I've never experienced hunger. Mom and dad took such great care of us that I believe that that was just how it was supposed to be. I also recognize that his grace and mercy brought me through both seen and unseen dangers. It seems I always knew that God favored me. He kept his hands on me, even when I did not always do things right, when I was not trying to live a righteous, God-filled life. Over time, experienced toils and snares, I understood and still understand that it is he who takes care of me and my children. Although in a state of naivety, I actually believed my children were okay because I was watching and making preparations for them. Well, we live and we learn. Thank God for all of the times I thought they were okay because my strength and the moves that I made when God was there all of the time keeping each of us, me, my children, and family at large, And he is still with me, with us, as he promised never to leave nor forsake me. And I praise him for being so great and showing such grace and mercy in our lives. I praise God for his unmerited favor that he shines on me daily. I get excited when I look around and see so many things happening, just knowing what could have been my story, my situation due to my own actions, all that should have, and but for the grace of God would have happened. I praise God for his goodness and his many benefits toward me. David said in Psalm 103, forget not his benefits which reminds us that we are walking, talking, breathing, and living because of his benefits. In other words, we are the beneficiaries of God's goodness. So if we are not enjoying the benefits of belonging to the Lord, who or what is stopping us? In Galatians, the fifth chapter, seventh and eighth verses, you did run well, who did hinder you? That you should not obey the truth. This persuasion cometh not of him that called you. In other words, we were doing well following the Lord and walking in truth, but it seems someone has interrupted our walk with the Lord. And verse 8 makes it clear that it is not the one, our Lord, who called us to walk in truth and walk in the light. Now, I learned even as a child that if I'm looking for answers, I must seek out revelation in God's word. So I became a Bible student, searching the scriptures, sometimes for hours and jotting down notes. But I also had to ask and trust God for proper revelation. Second Timothy 2 and 15 reminds us to study to show ourselves approved unto God a workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So I understood that God's word would reveal truth and light, but I had to study in order to accurately understand. As Proverbs 3, the fifth and the sixth verse encourages us to do, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding, In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. So I want us to develop a study habit with God's word so that our knowledge, faith, and trust become so deeply grounded in God's word that nothing, nothing can separate us from the truth. Causing our first reaction to situations, even in a crisis, to be certain hope based on God's word. Now, while you are a child of God and you have faith in God, your faith is so greatly strengthened when you know that you know God's word and you believe all that his word has said to you concerning you. Such a word grounded relationship grows your faith exponentially so that even when you don't see what God is doing, you know that he is working and working in your behalf. You see the invisible and feel the intangibleness of God's mighty hand even before others can witness the same. Why? Because your faith in God and in his word remains steadfast, unshakable and unmovable no matter what others might say. I want us to get to the place where the voices and laughter of others don't even faze us. Because we have placed all hope and all of our trust in him. David said, I waited patiently on the Lord. So I want you to know that we too must wait patiently without doubting. No matter what the situation looks like. Because David was definitely between a rock and a hard place. But the Lord became that rock upon which David was leaning. After all, David said he inclined unto me and heard my cry. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. You see, the same rock, our Lord, lifted David and became the solid foundation upon which he stood. Of course, when we learn to have patience and wait on the Lord, He comes through and once he shows himself most powerful, others begin to realize that there is something about you, something special about you that always seems to work out. Now you and I both know that something is the incomparable, omniscient, omnipresent, omnipotent God who has declared All things work together for good to those who love the Lord and are the called according to His purpose. In other words, even when it was meant to hurt, harm, or destroy us, God promised to use it for our good. Those of us who love the Lord and are striving daily to keep His word. You see, when I close my eyes and I revisit the emergency room from Friday night, I realized that it was nothing that I did, no good deed or none of my righteousness that kept me from being one of the least of these, who just happened to have been in the emergency room of Emory Hospital on Friday night, September 23rd, and we remained until Saturday morning, September 24th. I could have been one of those homeless, hopeless, helpless people, but God! But for the grace of God, his unmerited favor that he has toward me and his many benefits that he bestows upon me, causes me to give him all glory, all honor, and all praise. Because of Jehovah Jireh, I have a home and all of the amenities that I will ever need. When I told you that we needed to purchase a new refrigerator, I did not mention that we have a second refrigerator already at home because God is so awesome that we have grown accustomed to two refrigerators and a couple of freezers, not boasting. I just want you to know that God has supplied and he continues to supply every single one of my needs. So I have to praise him as I explain to you that I have no reason to be discouraged. And I know I could have been among the downtrodden from Friday night's emergency room. But for the grace and mercies of God. We are indeed spiritual beings facing human experiences. But when you understand and embrace the part of you that needs every part of God, you begin to seek after greater knowledge of him, his word, his will, and his way. And when you find it, it becomes a routine to walk in the newness of life. For some to recognize who Jesus really is, you will suffer loss. Others will experience desperate need. Someone else will encounter the Lord in their dire need for a right now miracle. But whatever situation God allows He will teach and draw us to new revelations and greater understandings of him. Of course, we know that all things work together for good to those that love the Lord and are the called according to his purpose. In the midst of a flood, he will be dry land. In the heat of the sun, he will be cool water. When chaos is swirling all around us, God will be our peace. Be still. He said his peace he leaves with us, not as the world gives, but the peace that passes all understanding so that his peace remains when the whole world seems out of control and upside down. No matter what you are going through, God will show you some people and things that are far worse than anything you've ever been through so that you humble yourself as I had to do. Take an inventory of God's many blessings and new mercies that show up every morning. Then repent and honor God for all that he has done, is doing, and has yet to do. In the 27th book of Psalms, the 13th and 14th verses, David said, I would have fainted unless I had believed that I would see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and he shall strengthen thine heart. Wait, I say, on the Lord. You see, David is reminding all that he would have passed out had he not believed that he would indeed see the goodness of the Lord, not after death, but right here in the land of the living, in this life, in this present world. In other words, if we can catch such faith, it will strengthen our hearts to the point that we live our lives in expectation of God's goodness. And even when things don't happen as we'd hoped, we stand firm in knowing and anticipating that God, who is in complete control, is turning it around for us. So then, we must wait on the Lord as he strengthens our hearts with the blessed assurance That if he has not already done it, if he has not already performed it, if he has not yet shown up, I am looking for him. I am expecting him because he and the benefits of 10,000 blessings are on the way. Not only was it an emergency room for those who were weak and ill. On Friday night, I gained insight in a place where God's heart was filled. Just know I had complained about the cares of this life, demanding one thing after another. But the emergency room, while filled with gloom, provided clarity, as I would discover. God has blessed me in mind for the space of time as far back as I can recall. He has constantly made ways, whispering, be not afraid, because he won't allow us to fall. God brought me to a place where face-to-face I'd witness the least of these just to share and show how he loves us so he's given all we desire and need. How he did not stop there, but the benefits he shares, just keeping our bodies well. So I let everyone know blessings the Savior bestowed, not enough time in a day to tell. When you think or believe that the issues you receive are somehow disproportionate or unfair. Go to the emergency room and do not assume because God's grace and his mercy are there. Open your eyes and see what you could be. But for God's mercy and his grace, we must understand God has a purpose and a plan for each of us, a time and a place. David waited patiently for the Lord's hand he would see. While God dwelt so close, so near, he promised never to leave nor forsake us, said he'd always be right there to protect, provide, care for, and hide like good parents attend to their child. Just knowing he is here and how much he still cares to both heart and face, bring a smile. Wait on the Lord and be of good cheer as his word will encourage your heart. Your patience will show and let the whole world know you trust Him from the very start. I would have fainted had I not believed God would, and He has always rescued me. He is the rock where I hide, my Savior and God, only one to set the whole world free. Whatever you face and endure, just know for sure He has equipped us with all that's required. Trust him, his word is true as he covers and sees us through, keeping all uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 124 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Friend. God has been so good to us that we must be careful not to take his many blessings and benefits for granted. God allowed me to spend last Friday night in an emergency room, not because I was sick, but rather because I was well, very well. And he had to show me up close and personal what could have, should have, or would have happened to me, but for the grace of our God. I just want you to know when you are feeling discouraged, and we all do sometimes, Look at someone else's situation and praise God for how he has taken care of you and yours. Learn to wait patiently with anticipation that God will come through because he will. I pray that you will learn the truth of God's awesomeness and know that you are living, walking, thriving proof of his purpose and his plan. So wait, I say on the Lord. Just know if he has not already done it, if he has not already performed it, he is going to do it. Wait, I say, on the Lord. God bless each of you. On a separate note, I praise God for my sister friend, Tanya. And just in case you were wondering, we spent Friday night in the Emory emergency room where we were both reminded that God has been better than good to us. He has been better to us than we've been to ourselves. She is fine, and with the exception of a few bumps and bruises, she is healthy, whole, and healed in the name of Jesus. Now I need you to pray a special prayer for two young men, my nephews, Stanley Wright Jr. and DeAndre Jarrell Chisholm. Just pray as we are expecting God to work a miracle, a couple of miracles, in fact. Listen next week, and I will give you updated details. In advance, we appreciate every righteous prayer because the prayers of the righteous availeth much. Blessings to you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube as well. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other. And stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.